Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. The old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. I wonder whether that applies to you can't judge a movie by its poster. Alex First, greetings to you. I talk of Hell or High Water, which has Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine and Ben Foster in it. And... Well, from what I've seen on posters and pictures, lots of men in large hats. Indeed. Well, that's quite true. So you can judge a book by its cover based on what you're seeing here. (laughs) This is a tremendous film. It is one of my movies of the year. It is that, that good. I'll tell you something. Rated MA, 102 minutes. Atmospheric crime drama. One of the best examples of the genre in recent years. Texas Brothers Tanner played by Ben Foster, and younger bro Toby, Chris Pine, join forces after years apart. And they do so with a specific purpose, to rob banks. Well, I suppose that's as good a reason as any. No, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying they feel it is appropriate. More specifically, the branches of one particular bank. It's the bank that is threatening to foreclose on their family land. Impoverished Tanner's spent years behind bars while Toby's divorced and estranged from his children for whom he's failed to pay maintenance. Tanner's the more gung-ho, the redneck of the pair. Toby is more measured, but there's a method behind their madness, which is revealed to us, the audience, as the movie unfolds. On their tail is a Texas Ranger, Marcus, Jeff Bridges, looking for one last grand pursuit on the eve of his retirement, along with his half-Comanche, half-Mexican partner, Alberto, played by Gil Birmingham. The film is the ninth feature from award-winning UK filmmaker David McKenzie, who takes his own distinctive point of view to the American Badlands. And McKenzie brings hell or high water to life as far more than a renegade 21st century robbing spree. It's actually an ode to brotherhood and family loyalty, an elegy for lost dreams and stolen land, a portrait of small town values in their fading twilight. Am I waxing poetic or what, Christopher? In a time of rapid change, even at the edges of America, the film cuts deeply into questions of legacy and what people yearn to leave behind. Echoing the story's haunting landscape, Mackenzie plays with both grand scope and stark intimacy to merge the lyricism of a mood piece with attention of a crime bender on an inevitable collision course with the law. Now, as a filmmaker, Mackenzie says he's always drawn to stories that are not black and white in terms of their moral shades. So one of the elements he was interested in this film was the thing that he calls redemptive criminality, where good people do bad things for good reasons. 
The story of Hello High Water is at first glance a simple one. Two hard luck brothers go on a small town bank robbing splurge only to be doggedly pursued by a legendary Texas ranger on the eve of his unwanted retirement. But underneath its two interlocking plot strands lie currents that delve into family, masculinity, loyalty, historical cycles and the way a new world of faceless greed is colliding with an old west of rugged individualists. All of this came to the fore in a screenplay which is rife with humour and humanity, written by Taylor Sheridan. He's known for portraying Deputy Chief David Hale in the hit series Sons of Anarchy and also is the writer of a very, very good and powerful movie, Sicario. Sheridan, who himself hails from Texas, wrote Hello High Water just after Sicario as part of an intended trilogy about the New West. This is visceral, muscular, emotionally raw filmmaking, yet deeply compassionate towards characters who are either at the crossroads or at the end of the road. It's a super piece of writing. It really is magnificently shot, brilliantly executed. That goes for both the acting and the direction. Although I did have some difficulty understanding the Texas drawl. <laughs> the interplay between Bridges and Birmingham, well, that's priceless. Even if in this politically correct age, there will no doubt be those that decry its blatant racism. So too the love of the two brothers, one of whom is clearly rogue. The Wild West, as depicted here, has clearly seen better days and life is pretty tough. There's a lot to love about this film, for which I really do have the highest regard. It's right up there. It really is. It's a terrific movie, hell or high water, not what you expect. It really gives you something special. So really, I would highly commend it. And at the end of the year, when I'm going to give you my top 10, I dare say this will be you know, one of the 10. Bearing in mind, Alex, that this has Jeff Bridges, who has become a bit of a favourite of the, of the Academy in recent mm -hmm. times. It has Chris Pine, who's, who's done a great job in the Star Trek reboot. Is this one of those ones that we're going to see a bit of Oscar buzz about? What do you reckon? Look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets a screenplay nomination. Whether or not it gets nominations for the acting, I think the acting is very strong, but I dare say that that may be a bit of a stretch. But, you know, I, I, I'd like to be wrong. I, I, look, I, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10, which is a hell of a high mark. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's just really been well put together. And, I mean, I give a lot of credit to the writing. You know, Taylor Sheridan's done a great job. But also the direction. I mean, I, I think that David McKenzie is, is terrific in terms of, you know, the, the – he shifts mood. He gives us that atmosphere that I, I spoke about at the outset. So, yeah, but Ben Foster, boy, oh, boy, he, he's vicious in this one. He really is. But, uh, I mean, if, if any of the characters stands out, uh, look, I think Foster does. I also think Jeff Bridges is always good. He's really difficult to understand here at times, Jeff Bridges. Hmm. You know, that, that it's, it's interesting as, as Aussies. I mean, when you, when you ring a call centre overseas – and you sometimes get on to, well, you often get the Philippines, don't you? I sometimes struggle to understand accents. And I got an Australian the other day, and it just amazed me how strong our accent is. Because you, you really notice that when you travel overseas, and then you've been, let's say, in Europe for four weeks, and then you suddenly stop, st step onto a Qantas plane, right? And, and all the crew are Aussies. And you, 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 you're kind of taken aback initially. You, you don't realise. And 
and this this woman I was speaking to her about this very topic about accents, and she said, "Oh, yes, yeah, some some people." It was actually um, I was ringing Apple, and of course they they have call centres around the world, and she said, "Oh, yes, yeah, sometimes my accent troubles people when they call from overseas." So there you go. The other thing about the Australian accent, and diverting into a conversation we could probably have another time, when you see an Australian accent pop up in an American TV show, you suddenly realise just how broad it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Very... When it pops up in another t- in another another country's television, it really does uh, underscore what you're saying there. Well, it's funny. I, I saw a movie just for something entirely different this afternoon, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's called Arrival, which with Amy Adams. Anyway, suffice to say. There's one Aussie, right? It, it sort of it to- talks about twelve different countries and, and an Aussie dials in, and you really you're quite right. You, you, he stands out like the dog's proverbials in the very nicest of ways. Yeah. Give us a score for Hell or High Water. Eight and a half out of ten. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco... I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.